0: Log Talk Radio I'm ballin'
1: ballin' ballin', ballin' yeah Racked up no wallet keep up I got racks on, racks on racks on racks on racks on racks on racks So much money, my C-Max on stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks You see me smoking and you know I got that pack I got that sack, I got that oh, I hit the club, I lose control, I troll That loud, I know the grower But like the owner, hit this gym, make things move slower I'm never sober, roast some y'all eyes get lower I'm in my old school, riding right? sound just like a new remote.
0: What's up, what's up? Good evening. Little Joe B button for y'all. Anyway, uh, welcome to this rare um, Thursday night version of the Clown Hour. This is your host again, Scott Burks.
1: Uh,
0: I uh, my uh, sports blog, So I had to bring it for there. My sports blog is called the Clown Times, the Clown specific K. And you can find it on the web at net, And you can find me on Facebook with all my Foolery and such. Uh, again, just type in the search window in the upper left hand corner, The Clown Times, and you'll be able to find us there. Yeah, I mentioned last night that, uh, you know, during the uh, NFL uh, week, week 6 wrap and um, slash uh, 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 Week 7 look-ahead, that uh, we're going to be doing an NBA preview because, the season begins on October 25th, which is literally right around the corner. So, to help me break this down, is my man, he's back. Uh, he's from the R slash HBCU Sports and Law Talk Radio Sleazy Radio, Dwayne Nash, which should be a rather easy uh, preview because, uh, well, I'll get into it later. So, what's happening, Dwayne? How you been?
1: Not much, Scott. What's going on with you?
0: Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Um, you know what, this, this 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 podcast is gonna be unique in terms of the NBA preview because I mean, hell, let's face it, with what happened, tra- what transpired in the off season, it's gonna be it's gonna be one born ass season. <laughs> I mean, there's nowhere else Um, I mean the thing is, is you know, Kevin Durant is in Golden State and mm-hmm. of course LeBron James is is steady collecting dudes as well, so I mean, hell, all the signs point to another Cleveland Golden State Finals Par 3. And, um, I mean, I mean, it's not like it's going to have the shades of, or maybe so the shades of, a, uh, uh Ali Frazier 3, or soon-to-be Evan McGregor and uh, in, uh, in, in, in the other dude 3 in the name. <laughs> I forget his name for some reason, but. Oh, McGregor yeah. and Diaz, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Diaz, Diaz, yeah, yeah. And and three in the in, uh, in UFC. But you know, it's 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 pointless to determine a, I mean, it's only subjective as as far as he's gonna win it all, right? I mean we because we both know who's gonna be there, so um I'm gonna take a different spirit on this podcast. We're gonna okay. give each of us gonna go, go is gonna give our top eight teams in this conference. In other words, we're gonna make the playoffs. Because again, mm. we all know it's gonna be there in the finals. <laughs> so it's not really worth like spreading our brain cells over but uh let's start there first and then then after that we'll get into some Kevin Durant and some Draymond Green uh okay. as far as Kevin Durant's drama and with Draymond Green's article on ESPN which was great which was well written and very 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 eye-opening so uh let's just go through right right quick, right quick my man I'll start off, off first uh this is my top eight Eastern Conference teams. Okay, obviously Cleveland, well, duh, right? Cleveland, uh, this is where it gets tricky. This is the only part that gets interesting. I got Indiana as my second best team, the Indiana Pacers. Mm. I, I think with the acquisition of Jeff Teague to go along with superstar Paul George, uh, and they made some other nice moves, like like in the offseason, uh, I think that would be Probably the most improved team, one of the most improved teams in the league. Definitely so in the Eastern Conference. My third best team, Toronto Raptors. Um, you're gonna laugh at me where I pick my fourth best team.
1: My love, all.
0: New York Knicks. I am drinking the Kool-Aid. I am going to go down with the ship. I like what Jeff Hornacek, the new coach, is doing. I like the fact that he he and Phil Jackson pretty much said that the triangle doesn't work with these guys because, well. Because it doesn't work. You need a few superstars to make it work. Um, so, and Bill Jackson himself to teach it So and, and, and to coach it. So I have New York for. Um, well, actually, uh, uh, let me take that back. Charlotte's my fourth best team. Charlotte's interesting. my fourth best team. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's very interesting, too. Charlotte's my fourth best team. Then my Knicks. Then Boston. Followed by uh, Detroit. Uh, and Atlanta. Those are my one, two, three, four, six, Those are my top eight teams. So once again, no brainer. Followed by Indiana, Toronto, Charlotte, Detroit, and Atlanta.
1: The so floor is yours, sir. Wow. Um, for the Eastern Conference, I'm gonna tell you like this. Uh, yes, sir. I don't know. I won't be doing any seedings, but I will be giving my top eight for for both conferences. Sure. Um, I, I haven't sure. gotten to the point just yet in terms of hierarchy outside of number one in the East. But right. the thing that I did discover, and it was something that I wanted to kind of research before doing the show, of course, um, was carryover. When when you talk about from year to year when when it comes to playoff teams in yes. the NBA, you know, it, it's, it's almost the same as it is in football when you have at least maybe two or three teams in the NFL from each conference to, to that, that, that changes over each year. Um, in the NBA, it's a little bit different. What I wanted to do was go back the past four years and see what teams mm-hmm. were consistently making the playoffs. I'll get to the right. West in just a moment. But um, in the East, it's, it's kind of clear. There are two entities right. that have been in the playoffs for the past four years. And it's interesting that I use the term entity because yes. the only team to be in the playoffs for the past four years has been the Atlanta Hawks entity being of course exactly you know the other entity being of course LeBron James um with him coming back to Cleveland two seasons ago that shift of Miami being in there actually they were in there three of the past four um no actually yeah they they were there three of the past four and of course um you had uh uh Actually, no, I think Miami was another one that was a, a consistent team in the past four years, because they made it last year. LeBron. No, they didn't make it the year prior. I'm sorry. They didn't make it the year prior. That's what it was. They didn't make it year prior. Right, as-
0: because like, oh, when well, everybody
1: got hurt, like
0: Dwayne Wade and uh, Chris Bosh, of course, missing the, the vast majority of the season as well. Yeah. yeah, a good time for the Heat for fans. Yeah,
1: that 2015 year is the, the one year that they missed it. So, LeBron and Atlanta being <laughs> the only two entities that make it every year. So, it's kinda of safe to say that uh, there are about five or six spots in the east that are up for grabs right now. I'm gonna actually say this there's, there's probably yeah, I'm gonna say five spots because Atlanta is, is a given. They've lost some pieces, they lost uh Horford and uh but they, they gain uh uh Dwight Howard. Now, can Dwight be the, the, the same old Dwight from, from Orlando? It'll be interesting to see that. No. So I'm, I'm adding Atlanta in, of course, along <laughs> with Cleveland. Toronto's uh-huh. going to be interesting. So I got Toronto in there as well. This is where it gets real interesting right here. These last five teams, it's almost a, 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 a situation where you have a lot of young teams, you have a lot of talented teams that are injury riddled, and then you have guys or teams that peek into the playoffs one year and then step out the next. So, mm. with that being said, I'm going for my next five teams, Boston, of course, because Boston had that young talented team in the addition that they just made this offseason with Hawthorne. God, I wish he would have came to D.C., but I understand why he didn't, um, if that story yeah. is true. So, of course, Boston makes it. Uh, those other four, um, I'm going to go ahead and pick between one of the two talented veteran Israel middle teams that's, of course, New York or Chicago, and I'm going to go with Chicago. Uh, not Chicago, so I'm going with New York. Taking New York okay. in that situation. Um, I like the talent that Indiana adds as well. I don't know if they're number two seed yet, but I love that talent. And, and with them adding Jeff T. and Thaddeus Young, who did, who you forgot about, that came over to Indiana yeah. from uh, the That's New Jersey, from the Brooklyn Nets. I love Indiana. Yeah, year. so.
0: I love Indiana. So you
1: year. add him at the fourth spot in, in that in that spot. Indiana's going to be interesting. Oh, God. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh man, seven, eight. It comes down to Milwaukee, Detroit, Washington and Miami in my personal opinion. I'm knocking Miami out. I don't know if, if they can rebound, losing all of the pieces that they lost, including uh right. uh 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 God I see his face but I I I can't remember his name on top. Oh Chris Bosch. The, including yeah. the health loss of uh, Chris Bosch. That's Real tragic for them. Um, yeah, it is. It's... God, Milwaukee or, or Detroit, who do I like better? I'm going to go with Milwaukee in that situation. And last but not least, I'm going with my hometown Wizards to somehow sneak in there. Mm. Mm.
0: So you got the Wizards. So, so, so let me get this straight. So you have the Wizards get it uh-huh. in? Wow. Yes, I do.
1: Wow. I have them sneaking wow. in. Um, it's going to take a lot of Bradley Beal staying healthy after, this, after getting this huge $100 million-plus contract. Um, yeah. But it, 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 I, I think that a lot of these pieces that they got, they, they couldn't give the big name, of course, to Kevin Durant. But with, with yeah. Scott uh, Brooks coming in, see, I, I swear, keep calling you Scott Brooks. But, of course, the winner call to be Scott Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> And, and a lot of these uh, role players that they have on this team, I think it's uh, going to be just enough for them to sneak in there as a lower seed in the
0: East. Ooh. Well, I would say this, man. I I think Scott Brooks got a wall deal in in, in, Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. Uh, uh, I had them originally, like, just being right outside of playoffs. That's probably the number nine team, just because the health of Bradley Bill. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's a question mark for me. and. And they and they need he and uh, and John Wall need to learn how to coexist on the court. They 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 two such talented brothers, man. I mean, they remind me of Toronto's backcourt duel a lot. And yeah. um it's that the difference is Toronto's backcourt duel makes it work.
1: You know exactly. A Lowry I think the and one the,
0: thing... uh, and Rosen too. They 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 make it work better. So I think the, those two cats and and Washington.
1: Neither make it try to make it work because they're too talented for it not to work. And you're absolutely right. I think the one thing that that helps out Washington in this situation um, mm-hmm. is the addition of of Trey Burke, the former guard from uh, from Utah. Mm. So that's talent that's coming off the bench that that will help out with that rotation at that guard spot just in case if Bradley Beal um, comes up injured somehow. And hopefully the development of Kelly Oubre. And Otto porter continues uh this, this uh season as well. So that's why I, I have them somehow sneaking in. All
0: right. Okay, fair enough. Um the the two talents are not to sleep in, so we'll see. It's definitely something to watch for bum 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 bum. Uh exactly. <laughs> that's true one to I, I I had to do it. I always special thing, Bum, <laughs> you know. But anyway, I I know I'm corny. Um, let's just go to the West right Just a here. little
1: bit, just a little bit That's um, all right. We're all corny a little
0: bit Well, you know, we, yeah, we all have a corny side it's dying about. Um, Again, to fight the East We all know it's going to win the West Okay <laughs> So <laughs> So much for the belaboring at that point So I'm just going to give my top eight Starting with the obvious Golden to the State Warriors I don't have them winning over 70 games But I have them pretty damn close To doing so uh but but at any rate, Golden State, uh followed by San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh followed by the Clippers. Uh mm-hmm. I think the Clippers are gonna be back with Vengeance this season for some reason. Um then that, that gets a little murky. I have Portland as my fourth spot, uh as my fourth team, Memphis in the five spot, uh Dallas in the sixth spot. Um did I count this right? and oh you know I, I i skipped the team okay let's rewind i'm 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 tired uh step go state number one go state number one clippers number two oh, i'm sorry Senator number two clippers number three o k c number four uh, mm. followed by yes i more i got more on them in a moment uh okay c number four uh portland five spot Memphis, number six, Dallas, seventh, and Minnesota Timberwolves. And um, and uh, 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 what's his name? Tom Thibodeau's maiden voyage will have those guys in the playoffs. I firmly believe it. And they are a spot. So that's my top mm-hmm. eight. But what's your top eight, sir, or the, your eight teams making the playoffs outside of the obvious?
1: Number one is five. Okay. Um Remember, like I said before, there are teams that have made the, the the playoffs for the past four years, and mm-hmm. those there may have been changes in this in these organizations. Not much may right. fall out of playoff contention, and those five teams being, of course, Golden State. We already know that's right. a given. Um, Memphis, Houston, the Clippers, and San Antonio. Those are the five. The other right. three spots, and this is where it starts to get a little interesting. Portland, of course, gets in. And then there are five teams battling for the last two spots, and that will be Oklahoma City, New Orleans, mm. Utah, Dallas, and the talented but young Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm going to go ahead and give those last two spots to Oklahoma City. And uh, I want to I wanna give it to Minnesota so bad, but I think Utah somehow sneaks in there. You know, I, I like uh. Gordon Haywood. Plus, he's in contract year. He's he, he got to show up. If, if he can show up and show out, he get big bucks. Uh, come the summertime, and we know what the big bucks look like. We saw the spree that oh, yes went on sir. this past year yeah. with, with Bengals who could barely play. Imagine if he right. would come out and show out. So right. if, if he comes out and does that and helps carry uh, Utah into the playoffs, he gets big money from somebody. So um, that's mm-hmm. why I got Utah coming in to that number eight spot, and they, they'll they'll get in narrowly knocking out Minnesota, who I do like with that youth and talent.
0: Well, let me tell you something. I like I like OKC. I mean, sure, Kevin Durant leaving town, more him in a minute, um, <clears throat> did some obviously some damage to mm-hmm. OKC's chances going forward. But here's the deal: I think that everyone had it all wrong well as far as the pecker. I think Westbrook was is and always has been the alpha dog in the squad. He's, he's he's more to take charge leader than Kevin Durant is because that's not Kevin Durant's makeup. He's one of those mm-hmm. laid back, let's try and work things out type of cats. Crazy talented, crazy talent, more talented than 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 uh, Westbrook. But he wasn't that dude. Westbrook was that dude. Is and what and, and will be that dude on that squad. And the fact of the matter is. Remember when Kevin Durant went out with injury and sure uh that year that O K C didn't make the playoffs albeit barely, which is why I'm thinking that you're thinking. But now yeah, I I don't know if you you remember the the, the moves uh, O K C made in the off season like bringing it uh over depot from um uh-huh. From 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 uh, Orlando, which I love a lot. I love that move a lot. For uh Serge Baca. And um uh, you know, still have Ennis came to, still have uh, Stevens Roman uh, the paint. They still have, in other words, they still have the fair share of, 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 of rim protectors, and they've gotten younger. But I think OKC okay, is so going to rally. I really do. I, I think I don't think they're chopped liver, um, and I think they will. Now, it would now would it surprise me if Portland beats them out for the uh, division title? No. I think Portland's very talented. I think that Damian Litter is going to show out this year. And yeah. uh, by the way, his album drops like I guess next week. I think, so be on the lookout for that. The boy can spit some bars. But be that as it may, I start I plug him out there. I thought I thought I him you, plug
1: for. Are me. you serious?
0: I'm serious. That 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 brother can spit. If I, I mean, I don't know if you heard him freestyle, or like 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 Google on YouTube. Go to YouTube and, and type in. Uh Damian Lillard Sway in the morning show.
1: It okay, was showing okay.
0: freestyling, dropping the freestyle on this on Sway on, on Sway's morning Show on uh, uh uh what the hell is that station called on Sirius XM? Uh, oh uh, Shade forty five, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shay yeah, yeah, forty five, yeah. So, you need to hear it. It'll change your life. That that okay. that brother could spit. bedtime. But at any rate, I don't know you care but I thought I'd plug a uh, plug a uh, plug in for you and everybody else is listening, um, but I think Portland's going Portland's Portland's going to come up as you know as we saw last year last year's playoffs and I think they'd be ready I think they will be more than ready but I have OKC barely edging out Portland and you know I don't know what's going on in San Antonio with the rumors surrounding uh. uh uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is not being happy in San Antonio. I mean, who wouldn't be happy
1: playing for Greg Popovich? I mean, that's just... You know what? Uh, but I was going to yeah. bring that up because when I saw that today as well, I thought that was rather interesting. Um, yeah, It's a possibility. Maybe he feels as though he's not being utilized to what he wants to do. So that's probably why he's not happy, and I'm, I'm guessing he's probably also not happy that he didn't come to San Antonio and instantaneously win the ring. With, uh, right. with Timmy being there, you know, because that's what I thought was going to happen. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I really thought that there would be a situation where they could come in year one with that that lineup and be extremely talented. Well, but um, it, it just didn't pan out that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still unfortunate. I mean, I some something's amiss with that. I mean, I, I gotta I gotta see what happens with that because. I mean that's just odd. You don't hear dudes outside of Steven Jackson, even even now Steven Jackson regrets not playing for Greg Popovich, you know, like you know you know, uh having a longer career with them. You don't hear mm-hmm. dudes stand or not happy being not happy playing for Greg Popovich. He's like the best coach in the NBA hands down. So yep. that's odd, but that's that that's a to be continued. Um but yeah, so that's so that's so I think the only drama in the NBA this season is going to be, will OKC win the division? How, how? Actually, how will OKC do with uh, uh, um, Westbrook run? How will the Knicks rebound? And who's going to challenge Cleveland in the East? That's, that's, that's the only, only storyline. Outside of Cleveland, what's going on in Cleveland and Golden State? Speaking of Golden State... I wanted to, to, to devote the last half of this podcast to these caps, not because of their basketball artistry, not because these guys are like, watching them play ball, ball or offense. It's like poetry in motion, really, but just a drama, which is which is why, I mean, part of me has them thinking that they may not win it all this year. But, again, the only team that's going to beat them is Cleveland. <laughs> but, at any rate – Let's start with Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant's been saying all this stuff ever since he he left OKC. He claimed that you know that um, that Ghost has a better organization in terms of they're not selfish, you know. They're claims they're better run, whether they have better personnel. Of course, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this stuff, and you know, just throwing shade constantly at at at, at you know at his old squad and particularly. Uh what? So why is this so I guess the question is, man, why is the wrench still talking? Why don't he just shut up, count his money, and just prepare to win a ring or two as a Golden State Warrior?
1: Why you know, why I, do they need to be petty? It's it's that's a very interesting question because um this is not the guy that we've seen before in the past. Um right. but you know what that's the other thing too? There there are a lot of things about Kevin Durant that are slowly starting to become evident to us, um, from the way that he he, he was in his past relationship with his, his former fiance, I can't remember what her name was, that uh that plays in the WNBA to yeah. uh, very, very much so, but you know sometimes she <laughs> would still be crazy. Okay. But um yeah. I digress. Um, to, to him leaking out things in terms of comparing organizations. But we can't act like that's not a true situation, that the front office in Golden State is or is, well, isn't better than the front office at OKC and that the team is, right. is literally better in terms of the, the level of talent that they have there, um, to the various weird tattoos he's been getting and the places that he's been getting them this past offseason. The, the the Tupac tattoo, I think he got on his his uh yeah. his, his, his his calf, and I think he got another tattoo. There's a lot of this stuff that's going on this past offseason. I'm I'm figuring, or, or trying to figure out why now. I guess he's trying to be this villain that, for whatever reason, he's been repressing for the past eight nine years that he feels as though that he needs to embrace, which I find to be highly interesting. Um. I don't think it's necessary either. But you're right. Just go out there and play ball. And, and, and someone pointed out something very interesting. Whenever these mega teams come together, especially in recent years, that first year that yeah. they go out, they don't win the title. I mean, you can go back mm. to the last time when when Miami first did it and they ran their way straight to the, uh, the NBA finals and was beaten by a team that everyone considered to be lesser than them but was better than them um, basketball IQ-wise at the time, the the Dallas Mavericks. So it's going to take a team mm-hmm. that will be mentally better than Golden State to beat them, or, or maybe even physically talented, better than them as well. But um, I don't know if anyone's going to figure out this formula yet because we're just seeing this formula for the first time now, and we're really right. not even seeing it in its full potential yet. But from what I'm seeing so far in the preseason, these dudes are looking insane. Somebody's going to be in the system machine because everyone is going to be focusing on on what these talented guys look for, and a lot of these guys who aren't key guys are going to end up having big nights on occasion. Did you Mm. see that uh, JaVale JaVale McGee had eight points in seven minutes last night? Who did? I'm sorry. Javale McGee.
0: That's who had eight
1: points in seven minutes. Yes, yeah, no. yes, no. because he had the ability <laughs> to drive to the hole, open and get open buckets and, and open alley oops. Because of course, people are focusing on, Clay Thompson and, and 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 Steph Curry and Kevin Durant leaves him open, yep. get the easy bucket. Mm. So we're going to have plenty of nights where that happens too. It's going to be a weird, weird monster watching this type of situation play and to not necessarily have a quote-unquote super team to face them um, on on a regular basis just to see how they face off against these other teams. Because you're right. The storylines are Golden State and Cleveland, number one. Number two, who could potentially face them and knock them off but with le- very little chance, with certain teams probably developing as the year goes on, and then watching individual storylines and team storylines to see who develops and who, who has the, the, the ability to get better and be next in the next three to four years. Because, of course, once contracts are up in both OKC and in, in, in Cleveland, those organizations may break up a little bit. So, it's all mm. about who's next in the next three to four years. Right, right. True that, true that. Especially with LeBron being,
0: what, his 13th season? or A 14th, yeah. 13th season coming up? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, mean, I they all think good things are going to come to the end, too. But just for the time being, I'm going to be boring as hell this season. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, but one more thing about the soon be circus at Golden State I don't know if you checked this out. Did you check out the story on ESPN.com? Uh, that's that's titled "Golden State's Draymond Green Problem." It pretty much like discuss uh, the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes of Draymond Green and the tension that's been bubbling with him, like between him and Coach Steve Kerr and some of his teammates, namely Clay Thompson. Um, you know basically, you know, I don't know if you had a chance to read, but basically I'm just gonna sum it up. It talks about okay. how even during this time of triumph, I don't know if you remember that uh parade, the victory parade they had when I did it be, Cleveland two years ago. Um mm-hmm. well I actually really, really two seasons ago rather. Uh, <clears throat> where he just pretty much slurred his speech and talked about Steve Kerr hating him and not liking him taking a shot, but in the end he would we were, like 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 that he will win with them and stuff like him going out of the way him being green going out of the way to praise Luke Walton who's now in L. A. When lead him on the mm-hmm. street and how he likes to ride the troops and get in guys' to play with passion and you know uh, a space like my like former center of Golden State he said that he and uh, 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 Clay Thompson got into it a lot Because of that And yeah You should read it I'll forward you the link After the podcast What I'm trying to say is Is Are we looking at A potential Meltdown if things don't go right For Golden State this season Now granted they're too talented And they're way better than everybody else Particularly in the Western Conference And and even arguably in the Eastern Conference, even better than Cleveland. But do you do you, with, 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 with the dremont Green issue hovering over, over the franchise? Do you think things will turn sour quickly if 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 if, um, if they fall short of if the worst, fall short of expectations? And what do you think will happen to Green? Do you think that he would be eventually shipped out, or or or, or can they win without Green? uh how does Golden State solve this problem
1: if you will you know you know what um i didn't know about the things he said during the parade but i do remember people saying or or thinking that he was inebriated at the parade and, and that he had Yeah i thought he during thing. that parade um yeah. also you you talk you, you look back remember the the game against uh OKC last year i think it was in february the game that they actually came from yeah. behind to win um yeah. late in like overtime or double overtime or something like that. Um mm-hmm. excuse me. Going in the halftime, they said that Draymond went off and had a fit threw chairs around and, and, and yelled at players and coaches. Draymond of course is the, the emotional fire that, that, that burns this team. But you know what? You're right. Like the saying goes and like the the the, the little listen to uh Goody Mob album title One Monkey Don't Stop No Show and I'm not saying that in a, in a racial slur way of calling Draymond Green a monkey that's just what the listeners of course, know that but One Monkey Don't Stop No Show if you don't come up there and act a fool and, and try to to, to to tear down what has been built up basically uh, 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 an easy street to the title with the talent that you have there including yourself Mr. Green he's probably going to get shipped out. And, of course, he will be shipped wow. out for a comparable talent. And and think about it. If they bring in someone who's probably slightly lesser than Draymond, who's willing to take a lesser role than what Draymond has, they'll be fine. They'll be quite all right. But the thing is this. Uh, I, 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 can, I can guarantee you that Draymond is probably upset with, of, of the addition of Kevin Durant because basically – that means it's going to either be a shift change in position for either one of those guys or a minutes cut because they're basically the same guy with the exception that, of course, Kevin Durant is a better offensive talent. So right. he, he, he sees something's going to happen to, to his role and how it's going to diminish in Oklahoma City. Plus with him and his aggression issues, we've already know about the tales in the playoffs of him. Stop being the Vontaze Burford of the NBA and kicking Bammons in the nuts where he just can't control himself for whatever reason. And it it's easily baited too. That's the other thing too. He's easily baited and has that fiery attitude. Yes. But it, I guarantee you the GM, I forget what his name is, but I know he's a fantastic GM and Steve Kerr. They're not going to allow him to come in there or to be in there and be a detriment to this organization. They know their tipping point with Draymond. They've already reached it probably several times. If it gets right. worse than that, they're shipping them out of Oakland, and and he can go ahead and just be who he wants to be elsewhere, and and, and attempt to do what he wants to do in another in another uniform because they're not going to have it. They want to do is they have they're, they're on the clock technically. Golden so State is right with especially with Kevin Durant. They basically only have Kevin Durant for two years with a third-year option. If they don't win the ring in two years, let alone two, right. KD may be like, you know what? This is too much for me, especially if, <coughs> excuse me, especially if J-Moss sure. continues to be a problem in that locker room and um, it, it starts to become a problem with him because we've never really seen KD in a confrontational situation. And now KD lashing out and potentially be in a confrontational situation, oh, God, who knows what type of situation that's going to be and that they're going to have to deal with. And I guarantee you that front office is not going to want to have to deal with that and have that in, in the news all the time and have to deal with that outside of basketball. Well,
0: here's the thing, man. It's like, you know, in reading that same link and I and I shot to you in, in in Facebook uh, Messenger, it seems like there's a divide on the team between the front office and the coaching staff over Draymond. In that, the the GM again, a fantastic GM, uh, you know, I forget his name, and the owner Laker, who was pretty brash in his own right, mm-hmm. are team Draymond.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And, and Steve and Steve Kerr wants to corral want sorely to corral green and harness his rage and harness his talent and not upset the chemistry of the team. And mm-hmm. Southside Source was said that, well, I think all the teams uh, said that Kerr is on an island because of comes to Green. But here's what gets interesting. It's interesting what you just said that Draymond's gonna get his ass shipped out if being he doesn't ship up. Um I was just to uh, Undisputed on Fox Sports One, like on the podcast today. Uh, mm-hmm. which is a great show if you if you haven't checked checked it out and people out there listening haven't checked it out yet. Skip Bayless, uh 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 Shannon Sharp, great show. Um uh, yep. but but at any rate, um Shannon Sharp made the same point that you made. And in, in, in like in that if and Shannon said this. If Dremel's Play drops off just a little bit. Even he's gone. We've seen this movie before, man. With, with mm-hmm. guys whose talent is not worth the trouble. Uh, we've seen it with Terrell Owens. We've seen it with Al Iverson. We've seen mm-hmm. we've seen it many times.
1: Yep. And uh, Kenya Martin, playing,
0: yeah. Kenya Martin, yeah, exactly. Kenya Martin. We've seen it several times over in sports, which is too bad, unfortunately, in his and in Draymond's case because. This this kid has heart. He can ball and he has heart. Mm-hmm. I mean you can't coach hard, either you have it or you don't. And without Draymond, Golden States a soft team. They are. I mean without yeah. Draymond, I, I I would argue that Draymond being suspended for game five costs Golden State that shit. I that's really part of I'm
1: it. In. That's and, part of
0: it. We've been
1: on on the show before, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I I I I just want to slide that back in there.
1: But
0: <laughs> um, but but think, with this way, Draymond Green is hard to, to to control now. What if Golden State held on to and won Game Seven? Guess who would be Finals MVP? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yes, sir. So if he was unsurpassable before the Finals, like 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 after like like uh like uh last year before the Finals, even before. They won their first finals. He won his first finals. How do you think he would be if he was in finals MVP with two rings? To show Lord, Lord Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my man, God. Man, can you imagine how how much of a B.I.T. would be? I mean, but think about it again. I love the kid's heart. I love the young brother's heart. I love his hustle. I love that he works hard. I love the fact that he tries to get his teammates involved. But you could people only could take so much of his this dude in doses, and yeah. I'm just saying, just imagine again. Picture him being insufferable, insufferable, now, insufferable now. You know, and then before winning back-to-back championships and being a to MVP on top of that. How much mm-hmm. hell the seed curve would
1: be in right about now if that happened,
0: and it's, it's some see, of his teammates namely Clay Thompson. That's
1: the, that's the interesting dynamic in that as well for, for two reasons. Number one, like you said, he is the, the, the heart and the physicality of that team. And if everyone remembers, that's part of the reason why they lost in the finals to Cleveland last year was because teams were being – well, Cleveland was being physical with them, and they didn't know how to handle it, especially uh, Steph Curry. You add that,
0: yeah.
1: along with a situation where – hmm. Front offers don't like a head coach at Golden State. Regardless of how talented that head coach might be, we already know that they're willing to get rid of him, as Mark Jackson. And that's with with the players being in love with Mark Jackson. Now, they don't like uh, Steve Kerr in this situation, and they feel as though that Steve Kerr may be wrong. Steve out the door, too. They can go ahead and get somebody else to go ahead and, and, and lead the talented team. The thing is, right. was it worth One and two, is it worth it? You know, I, I still think that right. they can win without Draymond, and, and and have a replacement in there for him with a, a, a trade, and don't let this dude walk free agent wise. Because if, if that happens, of course, he does it with a grudge, and you don't get any compensation for it. But if, if you have to trade him, at least you get some 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 assets back, and, and I think you still have a talented team enough to win. So, it, it, like, I said, it, like you said, it's going to be very interesting because of that the dynamics there, that the front office already likes Draymond, and, 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 and I want to know who's going to be in control of Draymond's, and I, I hate to use this term because he is a black man, who's going to be in control of Draymond's leash and and, and, when, and, and how far he's going to be able to go and, or mm-hmm. whether or not um, he can at the fool for how long. And
0: with whom? Right. I don't know.
1: But you know what? Remember all that talk
0: about saying it's going to be boring that season? I'm going to take yeah. that back a little bit. Sure, it's going to be boring in terms of who's going to win it all, who's going to come out the east and the west. But watching Golden State is going to be very interesting. All yeah. those personalities, all those got three, two super superstars, and four stars as well on that mm-hmm. squad. There's only one basketball. There's only one basketball. And Clay Thompson already said he's not giving up the bleep for Kevin Durant in terms of shot selection. So this is gonna be very interesting. Even though oh, all, all those all those stars we openly recruited Kevin Durant, including uh, uh Stephen Curry, and especially Jeremiah Green, that's a of fun. Jeremiah Green campaigned hard to, bring to go to state. But mm-hmm. um it's going to be very interesting because, again, I, I think, you know, just like any super team, year one, it, takes, it normally takes a while. I mean, sure, Miami made it with the big three in, in South Beach, but they didn't win the first year of the game. You no, know, they should have. They that's should another, have. That's another. They should have another podcasting time time. But, ne- but nevertheless, it took them quicker in terms of getting to the finals, but that's because, you know, I mean, even though – like Chicago was the best team in the, in, in the Eastern Conference that season. What uh, much healthier Derrick Rose? I'm not bad at. I I I didn't think they would happen so soon for that minor team, but it's going to happen for Golden State because again, there's so much better than anybody else in the West. I just want to keep an eye on them. I just want to keep an eye on how that, that those dynamics just working, those inner dynamics on that team working. Because it's going to be interesting. You have to read in that that, that article. It's going to be very interesting, man.
1: Well, the question I have to ask you, Scott, before we go, is how much are they concerned about 74? Mm. You have to realize KD wasn't on that team last year with 73 and 9. And yeah, I understand that it would be great for them to win a, a a world title because of course they, that's right. what they want to do is, after failing last year but right. if it starts to head in that direction do you think they start thinking about 74 or do they care less that's
0: again be really interesting I don't know I mean Jeremiah Drew is pushing hard to get to 73 uh, as, as well as that, that article is pointing out as well it's going to mention interesting brother it's going to be very interesting um, so we'll see It's going to be fun But anyway Hey man Thanks a lot For, for joining me brother And uh, we'll be in touch About Golden State For sure So Oh of course Stay, stay tuned let's, let's buckle up <laughs> It's going to be a fun ride Alright now Alright you got it Peace out So man Dwayne Nash Helping me break down The 2016-2017 NBA season i tell you what man Again Everything else about the season, about who's going to make the finals and, and whatnot, it's going to be boring because we all know it's going to make it, including Golden State once again. But, keep, but, but, bonding that, that Golden State situation, Kevin Durant, continu- continuously throwing share at OKC, and Draymond Green being like in the, the Draymond Green, Steve Kerr, and Clay Thompson dynamics. And throwing so Kevin Durant on top of that. Something interesting. Very interesting. But anyway, hopefully you all enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Got vs. Clown 06. Have a good weekend, y'all.